Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to the Winning Side broadcast. I want to welcome those listening on 95.9 FM. Thank you for tuning in to the radio to listen to the Winning Side broadcast today. Thank you for those watching on Facebook, on YouTube, or maybe you're listening at a later time on the podcast, The Winning Side. We welcome you to the broadcast today. Filling in for Pastor today, and I hope you all have had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you had a good day in church yesterday. Uh, We were blessed by the services yesterday, Uh, thoroughly enjoyed both the morning service, the evening service. Last night we had the children's choir sing, and they're always a blessing. And uh, we got to hear from Pastor Rich Zavodsky last night, and he's a pastor in Michigan, and uh, just did a tremendous job and a convicting message last night. And uh, so we have... Uh, Today we're going to get into Acts chapter 4, but before we do, uh, I'd like to wish uh, yesterday uh, Ray and Pavaliza Salazar, they had their anniversary, and so uh, happy anniversary to you. And then today, Ronnie and Betty Babb have an anniversary, and so happy anniversary to you both, and hope you have a wonderful day today. No birthdays today and no birthdays yesterday, so we'll get to birthdays coming up in a, a little bit later this week. Uh, But first, let's go ahead and listen to a song. I hope this song is a blessing to you. And after the song, I have my Bible open to Acts chapter 4. And have a question, have a challenge. We're going to look at a specific phrase today in Acts chapter 4. Well, I've been to the river. I've been baptized. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. I've been changed from the creature that once I was and redeemed is now my name. I've been changed, I've been newborn now, my life has been rearranged. What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart. Oh yes, I've been changed. Though my sins were as scarlet, they're white as snow. I was bound, but today I am free. I was lost in the darkness, but now am found. I was blind, but now I see. I've been changed, changed. I've been born now. My life has been rearranged. What a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart. Oh yes, I've been changed. Like the poor Hebrew children, I wandered long in a bare desert land to and fro. tears from my eyes and I'll thank him for giving a wretch like me lasting hope beyond the skies I've been changed I've been born now my life has been rearranged what a difference it made when the Lord came and stayed in my heart oh yeah 
song was a blessing to you. I have my Bible open at Acts chapter 4, and we'll begin reading in verse number 5. As we get into this passage, um, just a little bit of a background. We have Peter and John. Um, they just healed a lame man in the name of Jesus Christ. He uh, leaped up and he uh, began to walk. And so we have the, uh, the rulers here. It says that it came to pass on the morrow after this had happened, that their rulers and elders and scribes and Annas the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have ye done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers and the people, uh, ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God hath raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I love that verse. And then verse 13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. And they took knowledge of them. And here's the phrase we're going to look at today. That they had been with Jesus. Could I ask you today, have you been with Jesus. Not only that, but do others see that you have been with Jesus? Right here we have the unbelievers. We have the ones who are trying to stamp out the name of Christ. They are uh, accusing these men of uh, healing somebody in the name of Jesus and uh, how that goes against their law. But yet we have uh, even the unbelievers who perceive that Peter and John were unlearned and ignorant men they took knowledge that they had been with Jesus. Do people around you know that you've been with Jesus? That's the question today. Um, do you remember back in Exodus, we have Moses. He's going up into Mount Sinai getting the law from God, and he spends 40 days and 40 nights receiving the law uh, from God. And after that amount of time, the Bible says in Exodus 34 and verse 29, it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. Isn't that amazing? I love reading that passage because what that passage is saying is that because Moses spent time with God, it was evident to everybody else. As a matter of fact, Moses didn't know that his face was showing to everybody. It was literally shining. It was, it was bright. And so Moses had to put a veil over his face just so the people could talk with him because they were so distracted by how uh, Moses' face was shining. And that is evidence right there that when you spend time with God, you're not going to uh, um, leave that time with God 
um, unchanged. Man, God is going to influence you. God is going to make the change in your life, and it starts by spending time with Him. It was evident in Peter and in John's life. Uh, these unbelievers, man, they didn't even know Christ personally. They didn't even accept Him as a Savior, but yet they took note that they had been with Jesus, and that was the reason even though they were unlearned and ignorant men, they knew uh, some of their background already. That was the reason why these men had the boldness and the power and the influence that they had. It's because they had been with Jesus. It's kind of like in the morning, uh, if you like coffee, which I love coffee, okay? And in the morning, um, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I guess maybe it's the caffeine, maybe it's the taste, maybe it's just I enjoy drinking coffee. Um, but after I drink coffee, it just seems like I'm uh, waking up a little bit more. It seems like my head is a little bit clearer. It's not as foggy. I can put thoughts in, uh, together. I can put words together and have a normal conversation with people after I've had a cup of coffee. Uh, maybe you know somebody, uh, whether that's you or a friend of yours or a family member, who you just dare not talk to somebody until they've had their morning cup of coffee, right? And it just seems like a miracle takes place and they're a different person after their coffee. Well, uh, we can say, and, and uh, I, I will say, that um, reading the Bible and having a personal time with the Lord with a cup of coffee uh, just makes for a perfect morning for me. And maybe that's you as well. But it's, it's amazing what coffee can do in the life of an individual who just uh, depends on it. And it seems to change their attitude. For us as Christians, uh, maybe coffee is, is a requirement for you. But I, I say above coffee and the need for coffee is the need to have time with Jesus Christ. Getting in His Word, reading it, letting it affect you, letting it change you, letting it influence you. That's what it's all about. As followers of Christ, it is imperative that we spend time with Jesus. We need Jesus in our day to ensure we spend our day like a follower of Christ. And then we must understand the very basic law of influence. And here it is. Whoever you spend time with is who will influence you. You spend time with uh, certain friends. You spend time with certain family members. You spend time with certain co-workers. Um, it's just a matter of time where their influence and what they do is going to rub off on you. Um, who you are uh, is, is highly uh, reflective of who you spend your time hanging around. And that is why the Bible says in Proverbs 27, verse 17, Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Uh, Philippians 2, 5, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. It's our challenge to let Jesus Christ have an influence in our life. And that is only going to take place if we purposely, uh, purposefully spend time with Jesus Christ. Peter and John responded to those rulers in verse 20. Uh, they say, For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. What they saw, what they heard, had an influence on their actions on, on a daily basis. Because of what Jesus had done in their life, they couldn't help but share it with others. We have the same example with the wise men, right? In, in Matthew 20, uh, I'm sorry, in Matthew 2, verse 10, the Bible says, When they saw the star, the star that was going to lead them to the Savior, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. They saw it and they reacted. They were influenced by it. How about the Marys? at the tomb after Jesus rose from the dead, Matthew 28, 8. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples' word. What they saw, it influenced them and they acted upon it. 
And uh, so in, in a general sense, what you see and what you hear, it influences you. Uh, I'll tell you that uh, watching the news, if that's what you spend your time doing, that is going to influence you. People are going to know if you've spent your day watching the news. Why? Because you'll be discouraged, down in the dumps, uh, just, man, the world's going to end. What are we going to do? That is how you're going to act. That's how you're going to be influenced if that's what you spend your time doing, watching the news. You tend to talk about and think about it regularly, right? Um, I remember... And, and even so now, uh, our little uh, girl, Emma, uh, our middle child, um, she'll do a lot of things that Michael does because they spend a lot of time together. Michael's her big brother. And a lot of time what Michael says and what Michael does, uh, Emma tries to do the same thing because she spends some time with him. Do others know, here's the question, do others know that you have been with Jesus? Is it evident? Is it evident to your family? Is it evident to your coworkers? Is it evident to the unbeliever? Man, something's different about them. They must have spent time with Jesus. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe that's what I need in my life. If that's how they act because they spent time with the Lord, man, I want that. I hope that's a personal testimony that you have. And I'm not saying um, that uh, you should go to Facebook Live like we're on right now and have your personal devotions and, and read it on Facebook Live and pray and uh, have your personal devotion so that the world can see that Brother Nathan is having his personal devotions and therefore we know that he spent time with Jesus. That's not it. As a matter of fact, what it is, and that, that's obviously glaringly not, not what we should do, and I hope you don't do that. Um, personal time with Jesus is meant to be personal time with Jesus. Um, but that is going to uh, reflect and affect your day. Um, the time that you spent in the Bible, the time that you spend talking to the Lord, walking with Him, is going to be very evident to everybody else. Uh, maybe people go on their day and they, they feel like, oh, you know, there's nothing different about that person. I mean, they're just going about their day and, um, you know, I, I didn't really see a difference. I hope they see a difference. And as a matter of fact, as Christians, we ought to take our time. Um, and it may be, it should be on purpose. And it should be a designated time. I encourage you to do it in the morning before you start your day. It's going to make your day um, uh, all the difference right there. Spend time with Jesus. It's going to affect you. People are going to know. People are going to want it, what you have. And, and then you can tell them, hey, it comes from a personal walk with the Lord. People say, oh, well, I've accepted Christ as my Savior, and that is important. That's actually the most important decision ever. Um, but we fail to realize that not only is Jesus our Savior, He is our Lord. He ought to be the one that is dictating our every move. He ought to be the one that is designating our path the one who is leading us, and the one who is making the decisions for us. And so it, that, that can't happen. That can't be possible unless we first start our day with the Lord, spending time with Him. They took note. They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Tomorrow, we're going to continue on with this thought, and we're going to look at some results. We're going to look at some benefits. We're going to look at some, some things that, that come uh, as a result of spending time with the Lord. And we'll find that in Acts chapter 4. And so I encourage you to join us again tomorrow. I hope you have a good day today. It's Monday and make the best of it. Make time with Jesus today and let him influence your every day, your every uh, motive, your every decision today. God bless you.
Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.